Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Hey, bless you, bless you, bless you. Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality with me, your host, Pastor Kevin Treasure, helping you win with the power of your words. I'm going to let you know your words are powerful. Your words have life. Amen. Your words can build up and encourage and strengthen. And your words can also destroy and pull down and wreak havoc. There used to be an old saying back when I was young, say sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But when I get older, I realize that is so not true. Sticks and stones may break bones, but bones heal. But words sometimes never heal. And I'm here to encourage someone that, listen, God has a plan. He knows exactly where you are he loves you and he cares for you and he's calling you home stay tuned for the message that i'm about to bring someone needs to hear this stay tuned this is me kevin treasure the power of words the winner's mentality the new book by author kevin treasure the power of words the winner's mentality out now consists of 21 chapters regarding the use, effects, benefits, and consequences of the words we speak and the influence they have on our lives and the lives of those around us. Discover how to hold your tongue in the most trying times. Discover the real power you possess with the words you speak. Discover how what you say has a profound effect on your life. No person desiring success should be without this book. This book will teach you how to live a victorious life, which includes 24 winner's mentality points regarding wise words, 17 winner's mentality points regarding anger, 16 reasons why saying nothing is wisdom, 10 ways to frame your future with your tongue, 6 winner's mentality points regarding good health. The book is available in paperback and ebook format. Order your copy today, priced at $9.99. Available from www.kevintreasure.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and many more. Or call 07903-940-399. The Power of Words. The Winner's Mentality. Get your copy today. Welcome back, amen, with me, Kevin Treasure, the power of words, the winner's mentality, helping you win in life with the power of your words. And today, I just want to encourage someone. I know it may seem like a a strange title, but I want to let you know that God is calling home many, many people. I want to let you know there was a little story that I had. As you know, I'm a pastor, I'm an author, I'm a mentor, motivator, I'm a father and a husband (laughs) and a son and so many other things. I'm an encourager. Most of all, I'm a friend. To many and i'm gonna hope you know, this these podcasts have been encouraging you it's been nearly a year since we've been putting out these podcasts and we're good to have your feedback so if it's been encouraging you if it's been blessing you contact me reach out to me kevintreasure.com reach out to me on my email reach out to me on facebook and then kevin treasure reach out to me on instagram the winner's mentality or you can e- email me info at decisions determine destiny.com i'm going to say that again info at decisionsdeterminedestiny.com let me know how it's reaching you and if you've got any testimonies let me know i want to know how this is affecting your life how it's encouraging you because i truly believe we live in a time where many people need encouragement and i'm a person yes i'm a pastor but i'm an evangelist at heart and i'm a person i really like to take the gospel to the streets because people need to hear the gospel of jesus christ and i'm not diverting to the message of the actual program which is the power of words because uh, words have power but i want to let you know how your words can build up and 
there's someone waiting to hear your voice there's someone waiting to hear what you've got to say there's something inside you that has been preordained and packaged to be a blessing to others i'm going to say that again there's something inside you which has been preordained and packaged to bless the lives of other people and some people look at themselves and they say i'm insignificant i'm not important oh how can i affect my generation how can i affect my society listen to me no one can do what you can do god of you may not notice but god loves variety Amen. We we come in all different shapes and sizes. If you look in the sea, the amount of fishes that are in the sea, the amount of animals, insects, birds, and all kinds of things that are in the world, you can see that we have a God that loves variety. He doesn't make anything the same. No two human beings are the same. You are made for a purpose. Your eyes see, your nose smell, your mouth speaks, your hands feel, your feet walk, and your heart beats. Every part of your body serves a purpose you were born for your purpose so listen to me i'm here to encourage you that there is purpose on the inside of you and sometimes i like to take the gospel to the streets um because i'm from the streets i grew up in south london um a very notorious area in south london but god changed me at the age of 25 and god called me and that's where i've always taken back now i'm not one of those people that stand on the roadside and say you better repent you're all gonna die no, no i'm not that guy that that's not the gospel the gospel is good news so the good news is to know that listen to me while we're yet sinners christ died for us amen god loves us he has a plan for us amen he says he's standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking so i let people know that they're forgiven because i speak to many people and I say preach you don't know what i've done I, say, I tell people listen i don't care what you've done who you've done it with and how long you've been doing it god has forgiven you all he's asking you is just repent and put your trust in his son christ jesus the bible says the god that justifies the ungodly that means he declares you righteous and all you need to do is trust him not your good works good works can't do it it's not by works that we are saved it's simply his grace that means his unmerited favor which we did not deserve and god is saying i need you i've sent my son to die in your place i he took what we deserve the bible says he became sin for us that we could become the righteousness of god in christ jesus and he's saying i love you so when i stand on the streets i'm preaching a message of love and say god is love yes there is a judgment waiting for those that don't accept him but why wait until then now is the day of salvation today is the day of salvation today if you hear his voice don't harden your heart and i went on the street somewhere down the east london on the high street and and i was there and i couldn't even get to park so I, I, it's quite far where i parked and i couldn't get to bring my boom box as they call it and i was just there and i was just really not really feeling it and i was there and i was like okay god where do you want me today because i like to listen to what the holy ghost is saying where he wants me where he wants me to go where he wants me and then to make an impact where best of my words are going to be an impact and make a difference in the lives of those that need him and i walked up and down the high street and it just wasn't happening i just wasn't getting the unction amen to preach there or to speak there and i was like okay god and then i was walking back to my car and i was a bit um how can i say it? i won't say depressed but i was a bit um how can i say it yeah i, I was i was a bit upset going like oh come on god I, I came out here to make a difference i came out here with the sole purpose to tell people about jesus amen the world needs to hear about jesus listen to me if you are saved the world needs to hear about jesus you are his mouthpiece in the earth he is the head we are the body and let me tell you something now the head doesn't do all the work the body does the work we are his hands and feet in the earth and we need to be his mouthpiece in the earth so i'm walking back to the car and i'm a bit dejected and i'm like oh man and as I get back to car and, I, and I'm about to open the boot and I look to the right and I see a park. I know the park's there. And then I see all these uh, like alcoholics and 
drug addicts and I see all these um, down and outs and it's just the light bulb came in and said they need the gospel so I took my boombox out of the boot and I remember I was about to go in my car and drive I, took, I just looked to the right and I saw listen all these people in the park and this is where all the, the drunkards were the alcoholics the drug addicts were and all the people doing shady characters and all kind of stuff I said let me bring my box in the park so I brought my box in the park and they started saying oh you got to play some Bob Marley for us yeah what's going to happen and I like, no, no, Bob Marley, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you the gospel. It's like, oh, gospel music, hey, I'm gonna bring some gospel music. And one of them looked at us and said, he's not playing gospel music. He's gonna, he's a preacher, isn't he? He's a preacher. So one of them already cottoned on. And I said, I want to encourage someone out here. And I, I just felt led to speak to the story about the prodigal son. So this is my story. So I started explaining to them this, and there was a man that had two sons. And the younger son said to his father, he said, give me the portion, this is Luke 15, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Now you've got to know that this wasn't due to him. He didn't deserve this, this is not how it worked, amen. When the father died, you get inheritance when you die, not when someone's alive. If I was to come to my mom and say, or my parents and say, I need my inheritance now, how dare you? That's not how it works, amen. And it's the older son that usually gets the bigger portion. And the Bible says that the father divided unto them his living. And the young and the, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, and he took his journey into a far country. So I started telling him, "Listen, the younger son, he took what he, he took what he had, and he went to live it up. He went to party, he went to discos, he went to raves, whatever age group you are, amen. But he went out there and he lived his life. He went to script clubs, he went to bars, amen. He done some things that he shouldn't do. And the Bible says that he wasted his living." The Bible said he wasted his substance with righteous living. So if he was a drug addict, he was doing drugs, he was doing cocaine, amphetamines, smoking marijuana, he was drinking, he was living up with champagne and all kinds of whatever champagne tickles your fancy, Don Perignon and whatever it is that he was drinking, but he was living up, he was buying drinks. And when you've got money, you are the life and soul of the party. I want to say when you've got money, all of a sudden friends come your way, friends that you never knew you had. When you have money, listen to to me everybody wants to be around you especially someone that is really flash with their money and the bible says he lived it up and i started explaining to them i don't know where some of you are i don't know how you got in the situation that you're in and i'm talking to the drug addicts i'm talking to the alcoholics i'm talking to these people these people and some of them are listening some of them are shouting and some of them are saying well what about this what about that but as you know that my voice can be louder than anybody else's because i'm a preacher this is what i do so i'm just starting telling them that listen i don't know where you are in life and i don't know what what you got to what you've done to get where you are but this guy messed up his life and the bible says when he spent all he had there arose a mighty famine and it's funny how the famine arose after he spent all he had now if the famine arose while he was partying he could have looked and said hey up i better slow down because there's a famine in the land but the bible says the famine arose when he has spent all he had so the bible says now he's in the same predicament as everybody else and all of a sudden he's down and out and the friends are gone and everybody's gone and everybody used to rave with and everybody used to party with everybody used to go out with and the boys used to hang with nobody's there and you've got yourself in a situation and now you may be strung out on drugs and maybe you may be hitting the bottle and maybe in a situation that you don't want to be in and a situation you never thought you'd find yourself in and you're falling from the top right to the bottom and you're a place of abject poverty and I said to them listen to me I don't know where you are right now and there was this one guy he was just listening was a few guys listening but one guy was looking at me really sternly like like he wanted to fight me but the Bible says 
don't be scared of their faces so some people you, you don't know what's going on in their minds so he was just looking at me really like serious like he like he wanted to beat me up but i just kept preaching the gospel because like i said i don't look at the faces and the bible says and it began to be and when he had spent all he was there rose a mighty famine in the land and he began to be in want so i'm just explaining to them and, and i'm speaking on a level that they can understand and i'm bringing it home to them that he got he got to a place where he shouldn't be and the bible says he went and he joined himself to a citizen of that country so he wasn't in his own country he was in a faraway land where no one can see him and it said sometimes we go so far away from our families and friends that no one can see what we're up to so no one can report on us so we can get up to the things that we want to do and do our heart's desire and this guy had done all the bad things that he thought he could possibly do but then when the days were over when he had lived his best life so he thought he got to a place where he didn't want to be and the bible says that he had started to work with this man and he started to feed pigs now if you don't know jewish people see pigs as the lowest of the low they don't eat pigs and for a jewish man to now be eating feeding pigs and the bible said he got so hungry that he wanted them all to himself he would have eaten what the pigs had eaten because no man gave unto him and he got himself to a place where no man's giving to him no man's helping him and i said you may be in this place you may be strung out in drugs and no one's helping you because you may have gone into your parents house stolen everything that you can steal just to feed your habit you may be an alcoholic and some alcoholics that i know because i speak to people from all walks of life and some of the alcoholics that i know personally when they're not drinking they are very nice people i mean amazing people really nice people and the thing that's messing up their life is to drink and if you are the sound of my voice and you are there right now and the thing that's messing up your life is the drink God is here to deliver you from that life he's here to deliver you from the bondage of alcohol he can break every chain off your life he can break every addiction that once held you bound I know some people and I, me personally I grew up in, in a state and if you're in America you'd call them um, projects if you was in Brazil you call them pavelas or ghettos depending on where you are you get the picture and I saw what drugs did to my community I saw what drugs did to people that were very close to me there was some girl when I was in school uh, Suzanne I remember her we grew up together she was an A class student she was in the grade below me A class student listen to me she never had boyfriends she was just an A class student good girl pretty girl but after she left school she started hanging around with the wrong people and wrong crowd and they started doing cocaine and before you know it that was the 90s early 90s and then she starts freebasing on crack and before you know it i've heard that she's a prostitute on the streets of brixton selling herself and i didn't see her for a long time and when i did see her in my early 20s and i i was just shocked and flabbergasted of what the enemy can do to someone and I hate drugs with a passion because I've seen what it done to some, I'd seen what it done to some good friends of mine. I had another friend. He was a pretty boy, handsome boy, light skin, tall. The girls used to flock around him, crazy, crazy. And he started hanging around with some wrong friends and some wrong influences, some older guys. And he started hitting crack, and he just went down and mental health, and he just messed up his life. And I remember me and another friend going to see him in in um, in a mental health hospital and even now oh yes he's recovered he's not on drugs but he's not the person that he used to be so i would like to encourage people listen if you're in a place where listen to me you know the enemy has messed up your life you know drugs or alcohol or you've got yourself in a situation you're in a relationship that you know it's not right and you're in a relationship that's bringing you down an abusive relationship listen to me i say get out get out now don't wait until it's too late get out now 
and this boy had got himself into a place where he was at the bottom listen he had hit rock bottom but i want to be let you know listen to me when you hit rock bottom jesus is that rock that's at the bottom amen he's that rock that can lift you up and the bible says and and he would have fain he would have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat and no man gave unto him and when he came to himself he had to come to himself and sometimes that's the longest road for anybody sometimes that's the longest road for any man to come to himself you can go a lot of places but sometimes the longest journey back is when you come to yourself and you realize where you are you realize i'm not the man i used to be when you look in the mirror and you see he said when you see what drugs has done to yourself you see what alcohol has done you see where you've been when you look and you see you're in a situation you don't want to be in and you say you've got to come to yourself and say i don't want to be here anymore i've helped a lot of people encouraged a lot of people um counseled a lot of people but the unless you come to that realization where you say i don't want to be here anymore you're going to stay right where you are and this young man came to himself and in a roundabout way i was telling him the story he came to himself and he said how many servants has my father got and bread enough to eat and, and i'm here perishing with hunger and he said to himself i will arise now this program is called the power of words the winner's mentality he had to speak to himself and sometimes we have to speak to ourselves. he said i will arise because you're not going to do anything until you speak it I'm going to say that again. You're not going to do anything in this life until you speak it first. God is a God. Listen to me. Everything that God said he's going to do, everything that God done, he spoke it first. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Let the sea be formed. Let the animals, let the earth bring forth the animals of the earth. Amen. Let us make man in our own image and in likeness. God didn't do anything in this world until he spoke it. We're made in the image of God and we're just the same. We don't do anything in the world until we speak it. So when we speak, things happen because death and life are in the power of the tongue. And he said, I will arise. And there's someone at the sound of my voice who's saying, I will arise. I am going to get off drugs. I am going to get clean. I am going to sober up. And there's some of you saying, listen, preach, I've tried it before. I've been to rehab and rehab's failed. Listen to me. I don't care where you've been this time. You're going to try Jesus because Jesus never fails. And wherever you are, you can just call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible said, he that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved wherever you are right now. I don't care if you're in the I don't care if you're in a crack house. I don't care where you're listening to this broadcast from. It's on your phone. I don't care where you are right now. If you just call upon the name of the Lord, he said you shall be saved. Amen. The Bible said of the heart man believes and of the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. And he said, I will arise and I will go to my father and I will say unto my father, I have sinned. He said, I have sinned. What he was saying, I'm going to repent against heaven and before thee. I've sinned. And he said, I'm no more worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired servants. And I'm preaching this and I'm speaking to this. I've got their attention now. Because I'm saying, listen to me. He spoke up, he returned. And I said, me, some of you like myself, you may not I have a father or grown up with a father. But you can return back to your heavenly father and say, I've sinned, I've messed up. Please just clean me up. And I want to let you know, some people's perception of God needs to change. God is not on heaven condemning us and saying, oh, you've sinned. Oh, you've messed up. Oh, he's not there of like, oh, I wanted to strike you down. The Bible says he's delivered us from wrong 
behalf through the son Christ Jesus all we need to do is put our trust in Jesus he returned back to the father and the father's calling many of you back home and he said I have need of you I have work for you amen you're lovely you're beautiful you're precious in my sight I don't care what people are saying about you I know the potential that is in you and God said I want to clean you up and the Bible says as he came home he said as he walked home the Bible says and as he arose he came to his father but when he was a great far off when he was far off his father was waiting for him and his father ran to him and had compassion and fell on his neck and he kissed him so he's waiting for you. So wherever you are, I want to let you know that God is waiting for you right where you are. He's waiting for you and he's calling you home. You may be listening from prison and you may be in prison. You may be doing five years, ten years. You may be even doing life and you may have messed up big time but God is saying right where you are you can still come back to me and make a difference with the rest of your life you may be in a place of abject poverty and no man's given to you, you may be in skid row you may be homeless you may be in a homeless shelter you may be not, just lost your house or lost your job you may be even contemplating suicide and you don't know what to do I want to let you know like the prodigal son you've got to speak to yourself and say I will arise it's time to come back you've tried everything else you tried drugs tried women tried men tried all kind of things tried amphetamines and crack and heroin and all kind of things that you thought could make you happy and you thought could give you life and you thought could give you a high but all it was doing is making you bound and addicted but let me tell you something now you tried everything else jesus is saying try me jesus is saying try me I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No man can come unto the Father except by the Son. And he said, listen to me, I'm no more worthy. I've sinned against you. I'm no more worthy to be called your son. But the Father said to his servants, bring me the best role. I want to let you know, listen to me, this is the attitude of Father. Some people have a, a problem with prosperity. I don't have a problem with prosperity. Listen to me, God wants to bless his children. He said, bring me the best role. I want to let you know that God doesn't want to give you mediocre. God wants to give you the best. In your sorry state, if you just come to him and say, God, I'm sorry, I'm coming back to you with an honest and pure heart. He wants to give you the best role. He wants to put that ring on your finger, shoes on your feet. What does he want to do? He wants to clothe you with his righteousness. Not your righteousness, with his righteousness. This young man didn't deserve it. He took what he didn't deserve. He took what wasn't he wasn't supposed to take he went away he spent it all he lived a righteous life he messed up his life and he came back and he knows that he doesn't deserve it none of us do none of us deserve it that's why it's called grace and the father says i'm giving him the best robe i'm putting a ring on his finger sandals on his feet and i'm going to kill the fatted calf the one that i've had saved for this moment amen i'm going to celebrate so god says i want you to come back so i can celebrate your life Listen to me, where you are right now, maybe nothing to celebrate. But God is saying, if you just come home to me, I can celebrate you. I'm going to cause people to celebrate you. I'm going to celebrate first because this was once my son and once my daughter that was lost. But now you're found. God wants to celebrate you. He wants to celebrate. He wants to love on you. Amen. He wants to throw a big party for you. I'm not even going to go into the other brother. I'm not going to go into the people that are not happy for you. God isn't interested in that. Amen. God is interested in you. He's interested in you right where you are. You that are going through abuse. You that are going through pain. You that are struggling with suicidal thoughts. You that are struggling with addiction, alcoholism. You that are struggling to break free from the 
rejection of the past and the things that people have said about you you that are homeless you that are jobless you that feel that life is not worth going on life is worth going on he's saying return unto me and I'm speaking and, and, and they're like they're listening and I said nah, and I gave them an invitation for the call as I give right now I say listen to me your life can change and I, I started speaking to one white guy this Caucasian guy and he was telling me preacher you know I hear what you're saying but preacher look where I live he said I live in a tent and he showed me where he lives he lives in a tent in the park he had a tent in the park and I was like wow he said this is where I live he said I want to pray for you He'd given his life to the Lord. He'd given his life to Jesus right there on the spot. And he said, I want to pray for you. I said, when do you want to move out? When do you want a place? Because I like to listen to me. I'm a person. The Bible says, with God, nothing shall be impossible. I'm going to say that again. With God, nothing shall be impossible. What is impossible with man is possible with God. I said to him, when do you want to move out? And he said, well, the, the council, that's the authorities. They came to me, the people that can house and They came to me today and they to see where I am. But I said, but when do you want to move out? And he said, this week, I said to him, I said, I'm going to pray. I said, in seven days, in seven days, in seven days, you're going to get somewhere to live. And I prayed of him. I prayed of him. I said, God, you got, you have to do it, God. He belongs to you as your son. He loves you. Amen. He belongs to you. Within seven days, he needs somewhere to live. And I left it at that. I'm going to go on to that story in a bit. I'll come back to that. And I came and I was just, just speaking to a few others and the ones that were listening. I said, thank you, preacher. Thank you for that. And I came to the Indian man that was just looking at me like he wanted to fight me. <laughs> yeah, I came to the Indian man and I was just, I was just saying, um, how about you? Do you want me to pray for you? Um, is there anything that you need? And he says, no, 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 it's okay. I don't need anything to pray. It's me, sure. I'm here to pray for you. The guy starts burst out in tears. I'm talking like he starts wailing he starts bawling he said no 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 please I'm sorry I'm sorry he starts crying he starts crying he starts wailing and he's there and then he starts walking away he said no he'll listen God is touching your heart God is dealing with your heart and he said no no and he's, he's crying his tears are just coming down just pouring out his eyes and he walks far away far away into the park I couldn't even chase him he walked so far away and I went to his friend I said God has touched that man's heart and the, the, the young man goes, yeah, yeah, he's, it's a good thing though, isn't it, preacher? That's a good thing. And I said, yeah, but God's touching him and it's God. And this is the guy that looked at me like he wanted to fight me. But I say that to say this, is that we can't know what's going on in the hearts of people, no matter how they look. And they may be just intensely listening to our voice, but we can't look at people's faces. We just got to keep speaking because we don't know what's going on in the heart. And something was going on in the heart of that man. Now, in regards to the other guy that I prayed for, gave his life to the Lord, I went back and the tent was gone. <laughs> I don't know where he is, but the tent was gone. Amen. So I just give God thanks and praise. And if you're the son of my voice, you're at that place and you like the prodigal son, don't want to be where you are. God is getting ready to put a ring on your finger and a best robe. He's willing to give you sandals on your feet. He's looking to robe you with the robe of his righteousness. That's clothe you with his grace. Amen. All he's saying is come back to me. I know where you are. I know you're in from the beginning. But he's saying today can be the day of salvation. Today can be the day that everything changes. So he's saying simply, I just stand at the door of your heart and I knock. He never pushes his way in. He's a gentleman. I said, God will never push his way into your life. He's a gentleman. And he's simply saying, today is the day. So come, if you're ready, just come. Reach out to me. I'm here for everybody that needs. So if you're the sound of my voice, he's saying, God, I really think it's time for me to, you know, to surrender all to you it's a simple prayer and you can say it right here with me 
Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today. I'm asking you forgive me of every sin that I've committed. Come into my heart. Wash me in your blood. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and use me for your glory. God, I thank you for changing everything about me and I thank you for making me a son and a daughter. I give you glory and I give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Wherever you are, if you said that prayer, let me tell you something, now you're not going to look no different. You're still going to be the same person you was five minutes ago. But something has happened on the inside. It's called the new birth experience. And many of you have said, well, I've done this before, Pastor. It felt, listen to me. No, no, no. This time is different because God knows you want to get free. And the Bible says, who the son of man makes free is free indeed. So I'm going to pray, Father, for anybody that's at the sound of my voice and may be listening. They may be struggling with alcohol, struggling with drugs, struggling with suicidal thoughts, suicidal ideation, Lord God. Uh, those have been self-harming. Those, Father God, have given up on themselves, discouraged, busted, broke, Father God. Lord, I just lift them up to you right now. And in the sound of my voice, I speak healing in every area where they were hurt, Father God, where they were rejected. Lord, Father God, where they experienced trauma and pain. Father God, where they've gone through things, Father God, where they don't think they can get over. Let them know that with you, nothing shall be impossible. Lord, you're a healer, Lord God. So touch every heart, Lord God. Touch the mind, Father. I break every bondage. I break addiction in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's if I bind every spirit that holds your people bound, God. I speak a supernatural release for your people right now in the precious name of Jesus. God, I thank you and I praise you, Lord, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You never change and you're still working miracles today. The centurion man said, you don't have to come to my house, but speak the word only. So I speak the word only of deliverance and freedom and liberty. Because who the son of man makes free is free indeed. And I thank you and I praise you for supernatural changes in every area of your people's lives. Lord, I honor you and I bless you. Because it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your Holy Spirit, saith the Lord. So I thank you that even now, Father God, Lord, some of them may be homeless. They don't have somewhere to live. God, I decree and I declare, Father God, that's changing even now in the precious name of Jesus what you've done for that young man you're doing it for them God I give you thanks and give you praise Father God that you're drawing the right people to these people in the name of Jesus you're cutting off negative influences God you're cutting off negative influences in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth you're placing people around them that love them and want to help them Lord God and will guide them into the place that you want them God I thank you that you're placing them to good churches where they can hear the word of God and grow Yes, Lord, Father God, into the call and the purpose that you have for their life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You said as babes, yes, Lord, desire the sincere milk of the word, Father God. God, I thank you there'll be desire in your people, Lord, to hear the word and know the word, Lord. In the name of Jesus, they'll be rooted and grounded in truth, Lord God, which is your son, Christ Jesus. Lord, I just thank you and I praise you. I just cover your people right now under the precious blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I dispatch angels around your people and I speak breakthrough in every area of their lives. Lord, I thank you and I praise you that the rest of their lives will be the best of their lives. Lord, with you, nothing shall be impossible. So I stand upon your word. I believe every promise, Lord God. And I simply tell you, thank you, Lord God, for bringing home the prodigal sons and the prodigal daughters, Lord God. I thank you for turning around every situation for your glory and your honor and i simply tell you thank you father in the name of jesus we just leave every listener in your hands and i thank you and i praise you lord god
for what you're doing even now. We just give you glory and we tell you thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I just want to give God thanks and praise. Amen. If you've been listening, like I said, if you've been blessed, please write into us. Amen. www.kevintreasure.com Amen. You can reach me at info at decisionsdeterminedestiny.com Please reach out to me. This has been me, Kevin Treasure, with the power of words, the winner's mentality. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to the power of words, the winner's mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.